Like notes through the hourglass, these are the songs of our lives. Welcome to another episode of Songs of Our Lives. I am Brad Rose. I am a musician, a composer, a writer, and a whole bunch of other things. I am the founder of Foxy Digitalis, and I think about music and sound far more than it's probably healthy. Every week I have on a guest who is somebody I know or like or I'm interested in, uh, all of the above, and I talk to them about their lives and their creative practice through songs that have Made an impression, left a mark, and everything in between. This week, I am really excited to have on Patrick Sharishi, who is a regular on Foxy Digitalis. If you've read the site, paid any attention to the site in the last couple of years, Patrick has been all over it. Uh, he was the first guest on the Foxy Digitalis radio show on Radio Coyote that aired for about a year and a half. Um, he's just, I've written about his stuff. I'm just a huge fan of everything Patrick does. And he has a new solo album out called I was too young to hear silence. And it is phenomenal. It was recorded in one night in a parking garage in LA. Um, we talk more about it in the, in the interview portion of the show. And I can't recommend it enough. It's a, it's an incredible record. And it's, it's one that it makes me really emotional whenever I listen to it. He's also a member of the armed and is in a ton of other projects. He's, he's just always doing stuff. And anytime I see that Patrick's involved in something, I want to hear it. I want to know about it because he he's just, and for me, he is just an artist and a musician that is of a stature where if he's involved, it is worth seeking out. And so having this conversation with him and talking to him about all these songs, it was, it was so much fun. We, we got, we got into some strange places. He introduced me to a bunch of music I wasn't familiar with. Uh, I, yeah, I can't, I can't think of enough. And so, yeah, we recorded this uh, a couple weeks ago on zoom, had a great time. I hope you enjoy it. All right. My guest today is a, composer a saxophone player a multi-instrumentalist um one of the hardest working people in show business everybody who's listening i don't know that sounds weird welcome to the show patrick shirishi (laughs) thank you (laughs) oh man all right so i gotta ask you you got a new solo record coming out um and i i really love it And it's, Thank you. It the thing that really I mean, there's a lot of things that struck me about it. One of it, the thing. So you recorded this all in one night, right? Like back a couple right, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, just the whole feeling of it, like that part of it, it feels super vulnerable, like very. And it how, how does how does that feel for you? Like, is that? <laughs> I mean, it was. I think when I did it, I was uh, excited. So um, I've always wanted to record in like a super reverberant space. Mm-hmm. I've seen some like free jazz people 
do psych shows in like a missile silo or like, oh, yeah. you know, down underground. And it just sounds so fucking awesome and crazy. And my good buddy actually, and fantastic organizer and musician, uh, Noah Klein, um, I was talking to him about that and he was like, oh, there's this parking garage uh, in Monterey Park under this <laughs> this restaurant. And I was like, what? And yeah. I went and it was like everything, you know? Yeah. And um, so I, I went there and I tried to record something, you know, like 11 p.m. maybe one night and just to play around with acoustics and how it'd be with my horn. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the businesses were still open. <laughs> and so a couple of guys, they came down like, yo, you can't be doing this. I think the parking structure was like amplifying my sound to them. Oh, uh, yeah, right. So they were like, cannot fucking do this. I was like, well, what time do you guys finish? And I think they were trying to like fuck with me. And they're like, we leave at, uh, we're gone at like 1 a.m. <laughs> you know, who's going to fucking come back right. at 1 a.m.? Fucking yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, for so sure. I came back and then, you know, set up a couple mics and then just kind of did one long improvisation and then, and then left and, and went uh, That was going to be one of my questions of whether it was, if this was just all improvised or if it was stuff you'd prepare. Yeah, so it was, it was all improvised, kind of just, you know, figuring out, and I think you can maybe even tell as you listen to it, like I'm kind of figuring out the space and then mm-hmm. kind of evolving it as I went. And yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. I think it was a nice moment. I'm glad I captured it. You know? Yeah. I, I love, I'm, I'm, I too am a sort of sucker for interesting resonant spaces. Um, a mutual friend of ours, Catherine Sakura, and I have had many yes. conversations about this. She did that record a couple years ago that was recorded at the Brooklyn Navy Yard or something. No, shout out Catherine. Catherine is oh, under fucking rated. Dude, so think, underrated. Like, they're one of the best people right now on the horn. I could not, like, I could not agree like, more. Like, no, like, bar none. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to this, listen yeah. Catherine. Yeah. If you don't already. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, I was pretty, really excited about that part of it, but just, I don't know. It's a cool record. I also wanted to ask you, can you tell me a little bit about the art? Because I love the artwork too. Yes. I also fucking love that. I'm a sucker for uh, like nice artwork and I've been very lucky um, in the past, you know, I, I've kind of asked like dear friends to, to kind of just do their thing. Mm-hmm. No, um, I don't really like to give them, instruction it's kind of like here's a music you know you do your thing and then send it back to me you know and um this was no different um my dear friend from high school actually uh nancy kwan oh wow um, we've been homies since high school um but she's been super she's just a, like a rad person and recently maybe within the last decade started getting into ceramics um and so um they've made a couple like masks and stuff and, and I really love them. And so I was like, this might be a cool uh, pairing, you know, like yeah. I just love your general. And so I gave her the music and then she came back with a couple of pieces and that one just kind of immediately uh, I gravitated towards. Um, so she made both the body and the glass face. Wow. Um, and then, and then shot the photo. And I think it really like captures the music, you know, I completely agree. Yeah. And in a really surprising way too. It's like, I, once you, once I listened to like, I saw the art first, obviously I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And then listen to it. It It's just 
somehow it all makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no. That's cool. You know, you've known her that long. Um, this is kind of a good segue, I guess, because we're going to go all the way. We're going to go back even further to start this. <laughs> so, so let's go all, all the way back. And what is the first song that you remember? All right. The first song I remember. Oh, okay. And just a disclaimer. So I have been, uh, all of these selections have lyrics in them. Okay. Yeah. When I, when someone tells me song, I think of like words yes, and someone's sure. it, you know, and so not people. So no Coltrane or okay. Tyler, you know, anything like that, which I would, it would be a totally different list. I'm sure. Good. All right. Yeah. So. And I love hearing because people interpret it different ways, which is whole yeah. again, part of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So first one, where, where do we start? <laughs> All right. So first one, um, there is this Japanese, cartoon show called uh, Doraemon and so when I was a kid growing up you know we'd have the TV on and you know Sesame Street and stuff um and my my so my mom is from Japan and so her uh her brothers would send us VHS tapes of like cartoons that they would record my aunt would record for us oh man and then fucking ship it over to us and then I would be able to watch it that's awesome Right. And so Doraemon was like this, uh, this like cartoon where there's like this cat, um, who has a special pocket and can like pull out like gadgets and shit, like really cool shits. <laughs> That's awesome. And then like, go on adventures or like, you know, figure shit out. And the song was, there was a lot of good cartoons that they sent at this point, but the Doraemon song was like fucking clutch. Yeah. And really catchy, I felt. And, um, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Like this is one that I had no experience of. Um, yeah, but it, it still was very evocative. I mean, some of my earliest memories are like watching Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, there, it's an adjacent vibe. Obviously it's coming from Japan, so it's different, but um, it just, yeah, it made me, it made me want to go sit like, <laughs> it made me want to go sit like in front of the TV on a Saturday morning in my pajamas and watch. cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, and that melody is fucking great. Oh I think. my god, it's yeah, it it would get stuck in my head. Like I listened to this a few times, and every time after I listened to it, it was just kind of dancing around. Do you, what are they? Yeah. What are they sing? What are the words about? Do you even? I don't remember, even fucking know. I gotta. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's saying like I I love Doraemon. That's like the chorus part. <laughs> is that the name of the cat? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That's the okay. Doraemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, oh. he had a fucked up story. Sorry, this is a tangent. Oh, no. We'll on. So he was, he had like, he was like a blue, no, no, he was a yellow cat. Mm-hmm. And then so he's scared of like mice and you don't know. And then they describe it in this like origin movie. Oh, Some man. fucking mice came and like ate off his fucking ears. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was so terrified. He cried and then it like peeled his yellow fucking, like, he's a robot. His fucking like paint off and then he became blue. Wow. So that's why you just like a fucking round head. Anyways, everyone should check the shit out. Yeah. If you have kids, kids will love it. I know. I'm going to have to show it to my kid. She's 10. <laughs> so she'll be great. Perfect audience. And she loves cats. So there we go. There you go. Um, That's awesome. So totally different tangent here. Are you, do you consider yourself a crier? You know, not necessarily. I feel like I feel things, but I yeah. rarely cry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I can. Really... I feel like I want to cry a lot, but I don't actually physically cry often. Yeah, I. Well, I cry a lot more since I had a kid, but I. It's one of those. I. I feel it like right at the surface. Like it's a. I'm really. I'm about to cry, but I never quite get over the line to actually cry sometimes. But yeah, yeah. Um. Well, what is the song that that makes you cry or makes you feel you know feel like you're feel like that? Oh, what was so I gotta look at my fucking list. Oh yeah. Okay, so this was a different <laughs> tangent. So I chose uh MDK by Magma. Nice. Um so since I'm not necessarily like a crier, um so Magma's been like a huge inspiration, like a top three band of mine for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that I would see them live. <sighs> but they came a few years back to LA. Um, and I think they just played like a two hour set and, um, I was super hyped. And then they started playing MDK and I never thought I'd hear this. You know, I was like, Oh my God, it's fucking happening. <laughs> and I, and I shed a couple tears, you know, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> at, the Zool show, at the Zool show. I don't know. I know um, that makes total sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, this is one I hadn't listened to in a while and I, I always, man. They are, yeah, so good. And there's just something, I don't know, the whole thing is so, like, tight. It's, like, musically tight, but it's just in the performance. But then there's this sort of wild streak in it. And, yeah, which to me, that's kind of what I think about, one of the things I think about with them is, like, that combination, how they walk that line is amazing. Yeah. And I can't believe this is almost 50 years old, either. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking nuts. I mean, there's... You know, <laughs> they're getting old. Yeah. They're getting old. Yeah. I hope I hope they could put out a couple more records before, you know, he can't play right. drummer or anything. But, yeah, just an incredible legacy of music and, you know. That is, I mean, just that kind of experience in general, a thing, experiencing a thing you never, that that is so important to you and meaningful to you that you think you would never actually get to experience sort of in person. That's such yeah. a powerful experience though. Yeah. I, I almost, I was like determined, like even if they come to like the East coast, like I would fly out yeah. specifically to see them, but they came to LA and I was like, great. There, there you go. <laughs> Meant yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, on a, on the kind of flip side of that, what's the song that always puts you in a better mood? There was a lot of different choices, but I ultimately went with uh, move on up. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> this, this is a song. It <laughs> this could have been the answer to a number of questions <laughs> because yeah. it is. This is like one of the best songs ever. Dude, is... That groove, oh, the fucking gosh. horns. Oh my god, who's Curtis? Oh, like one of the just the smoothest voice, yo, imaginable. Yeah. And the who is who's playing like the who's doing the the. So like the sax on this, I don't even know. Is that a? I don't. I don't know either. I've yeah. actually never. I'm really bad with like looking up credits unless yeah. it's like a weird band, right? Because <laughs> I was listening to the like the the nine minute version of this, where it's just like you know the oh, last yeah. half is just a jam. Yeah. And it's, God, yeah, this just makes you feel like life is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, such a groove. Um. Yeah. No. I and Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. God. Whew. And, and, and well, yeah. oh, and I was thinking, this is on his first record too. Like, 
Yeah. Imagine dropping that cover this. cover is also iconic as fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. It's just like imagine dropping this on your first record and then how do you ever <laughs> how do you yeah. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if I'm always interested in like artists who come out right out of the gates with like yeah, you know, what's considered you know, their magnum opus already, you know, like Yeah. Nas put out Illmatic and then I feel like that fucking haunted him, you know. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, well, and it's, you know, you, and it, and it makes sense to a degree because it's like the first record you've been working on forever and you finally yeah, yeah. get the opportunity to make it. So it's like, okay. Yeah. And, but My yeah. Sophomore club. yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh shit, <laughs> I got to write more songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I always wonder that too. It's like when, if you release, I mean, you know, like Lauren Hill released like the, one of the greatest albums and there's like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's also a flex. Oh yeah. man, yeah. And it's probably fucking what feeding her still. Like yeah. that's. I mean, she's still she's still touring. What thirty years later, and like, good for yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, since it's not moving on up, what is objectively <laughs> the greatest song of all time? This was this was hard. I think I so I went with Hey Jude. Yeah. Um, this was a Paul song, yeah. It has to be mm-hmm. Paul song. Yeah, it's Paul, a Paul, it's a Paul song written to his bandmate's son yeah. about yeah. his bandmate's divorce, which also feels yeah. like a flex. <laughs> I mean, I think that song, like the melody, is just—it's so fucking good. It's so actually, yeah. you know, like you're instantly hooked. I think the arrangement and the chord progressions of everything is just like really Paul. You know, it's like mm-hmm. fucking weird. He's not trying to be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of those like Beatles songs that he he kind of spearheaded. I you know that it's so weird. Yeah, the chord like and it's like, but it just sounds so fluid. That's a skill. Um, and to... the gang vocals at the end, you know. Bro, yeah i I was thinking about Fucking this. Everyone knows that. Everyone right. knows. That. Oh, I mean, as soon as that that na 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 part comes, like everybody who's yeah. ever lived can sing along. And yeah. I always think about that too, because like, I I'm a sucker for like a wordless course, and it's yeah, and and I think because and I used to listen to Beatles records with my dad when I was a kid. Like I don't even remember. He tells me about you know I would stay home, my mom, my sister would go to church, and I would stay home sick, and we would listen to Beatles yeah. records. I That's think cute. I think like subliminally, this song is why I love those like have this obsession yeah. with, and it's really hard to write a course like that that is so that works and is so memorable yeah and yeah. there's some good punk songs like that i gotta say yeah there's yeah there's some there's some good punk punk songs uh the mountain goats or john darnielle's really good at it um you know there's some there's some really good ones out there but yeah. they, they all kind of are in the shadow of this <laughs> uh, yeah 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 no can't argue with that that's uh um okay on a totally different note here what's the song that you used to love but now you think it's a bit cringeworthy all right so uh growing up in high school i didn't have really anyone to help show me music so i'm like the firstborn you know mm-hmm. my parents were kind of in their own zones uh, my mom listened to a lot of classical and jazz which was great and my dad i don't really know what he listened to like anya and shit like that you know which is cool now but you know and uh, so I really, you know, screamo and emo was 
huge at that time. Okay. And I fucking got into it like 100%, mm-hmm. you know, freshman, sophomore year. <laughs> I was fucking in. Yeah. I wanted like the face piercings, you know, I got a spike belt, I think. It feels like the perfect age to, for like, to get into that. Like it, yeah. it I missed the, like I, when I was that age, like, it, it didn't really exist or that I wasn't aware of it. Like, so I, yeah, yeah. That whole scene passed me by completely. Yeah, I would definitely deep in. Anyway, so, you know, all of those, I think, lyrics are quite bad. You know, I think it, well, not bad. It definitely captures that time. Right. You know, they're probably all 16 to 20, maybe. Yeah. Right? And the cool thing is to, like, wear your heart on your sleeve, like, times 50. Yeah. You know? And uh, there were a lot of bad, bad lyrics. Um, that's not to say I will not listen to them and know all the words. I kind of yeah. went back and I was like, I still fucking know the melody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking in there. Um, so yeah, what's so I chose Finch, what it is to burn. So yeah, this is one I never heard. This is okay. one of the ones I, I fucking love this song. <laughs> God damn. I, um, I can't, one of the, th- I, I did, I did the part that I like really liked is how the way it starts off, it doesn't, and again, not knowing what this was. And yes. then when it, it's like, oh, wait, holy shit, wait, we're doing something totally different here. Yes. I was like, yeah, but I love that kind of thing. I love music that totally. just, like throws you uh, th- like for a curve and like just, take, yeah. yeah. I will say, I think the song is really well written. I think it's a, like the melody is very strong. It and- is. I was watching the a live video with my friend Dylan. <laughs> we were at his house. I don't know why we started watching, but it was like they were on like Fallon or Kimmel or something, and they were singing or they were doing this this song. Oh wow! And man, they sounded pretty fucking good, man. Like, dude who was singing like was screaming his fucking dick off, and then <laughs> coming back and like singing the melody like really. That's impressive. I'm and I was like, God damn! I can scream for like five seconds and my throat hurts. Right, exactly. My voice like, is All right, I'm done. Yeah, that. yeah, I got it. That's a that's a talent. <laughs> that's a. I, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know so little about like screamo stuff that. Yeah. But this was cool. Like I don't know. I thought it was. It was like I was really surprised at how melodic it was. And it has. It's very anthemic, which is a like yeah. a thing that I. I again, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. Kind of goes along with the na 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 thing. Um, yeah. But yeah. All right. So you were super into. So did you get all the oh. the, the face piercings and stuff? I didn't. Thankfully, yeah. my parents were like, "No, nah, fuck that." <laughs> yeah. You know, sure, I wanted like some tattoos and shit. Yeah. Um, which. <laughs> You know, as you could tell, I have zero. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think it worked out for how it was supposed to work out. Yeah. Well. Also, you can't go into hot springs if you have tattoos in Japan. Really? That is a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Well, I don't have any either, so I'm safe. There you go. You're, you're safe. I'm safe. Um. All right. Well, on uh, sort of a 45 degree angle here, what's the song that most people don't like, most people hate, but you love it? All right, so I did a tangent, like like okay. you kind of said. Yeah. So this was based off of my house. Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I am a huge fan of black metal. Okay. Um, I love it a lot. Um, my wife does not, you know, <laughs> and I totally get it. Um, so I picked a black metal band, um, Yellow Eyes. Mm-hmm. The song is Sick with Bloom. And I kind of just wanted to shout them out. I fucking love that band. I've been listening to them for like since their inception. And I got to play a festival with them maybe like two years ago. Hell yeah. And it was everything. They sounded better than I thought. They're super fucking nice. Um, I've gotten to see them. They came to LA. Um, the, the brothers came out to like a tubby show that I played when I was on tour last year and we got to hang and drink. Um, but they just write really fucking incredible riffs and songs. Um, I think it's just like each song is like, you know, a thousand fucking riffs, but they somehow like just flow so well. Like they're, it's just expertly put together. Mm-hmm. I was talking to the bass player and he was like, yeah, there's no fucking key center. So learning the songs are kind of wow. hard because you have to know the riff quite well, you know, to jump right. in and out. And I don't know. I, I think they're just really a fantastic fucking band that writes songs you know yeah so this was another one i didn't know like i'm not i'm not i don't know uh, metal's not a thing i listen to much yeah um so this is outside of my area of expertise but it fucking rips (laughs) this album this album i think is fucking quite quite up there and their whole discography is is quite beautiful but this one for me i was like my balls off i'm gonna have to yeah i want to listen to the whole thing like i love how I mean, thinking of all the, yeah, all the different riffs and stuff, but also how, you know, like the drums are going a thousand miles per hour, but then it feels like the guitars are going at like a quarter speed, but in rhythm, like, and it's like all these different layers that seem like they shouldn't fit, but it fits. Yeah. And the fucking harmony is the guitar. It's unreal. And it's, yeah. And then it just, and this also kind of had that like atmospheric beginning and then just like, you know, yeah, they, they use a head. lot of like field recordings to kind of go in and out yeah. of their song repetitions, and it's, uh, it, uh, it's just really well put together, really well thought out. I feel like some of the field recordings, like you know, if I hear the like five seconds of it, I was like, oh, we're on this song. Yeah, that's awesome. I was, like, no. No. I was yeah, no, this is one that there was there's a couple things or at least one thing on here that I'd never heard before, and I wish I'd still never heard it, but. This was one I was like, oh man, I am stoked to like know about this now finally and um, yeah. dig in. So, oh yeah, I yeah, and I totally can relate to the can't listen to it in the house <laughs> on the speakers yeah. when other people are home. Um, yeah. Okay, so completely different tangent with this because it, well, if based on the song, what is the most romantic song? Voice of Man, I'll make love to you. Yeah, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> oh man i uh god i i i when they came out my sister was super into them i was really into hair metal at the time yeah yeah yeah. and and i'm pretty sure that coolie high harmony came out like six months before nevermind and then nevermind just changed my whole trajectory but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i came back to boys to men i don't know it was like seven eight nine years ago and just like fuck this is unreal and god michael mccrary's bass uh, the, oh god his ba- the 
voice. Dude, those boys can fucking sing. Whew. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Those harmonies. Mm. Yeah. This is how they made pet sounds like just the acapella version. Yeah. <laughs> they should do that for the fucking boys. The, like, the boys of men songs. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, especially because like, this is a good example of, of where it's like, yeah, there's some accompaniment on there, but is it really doing, is it adding anything really to just let them sing? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Um, that's not. It's a yeah. It's a awesome song, and just yeah. I don't know. And they're still around too. I think. Aren't, I think they're still. Well, the the I read that Michael McCrary had to leave for health reasons. So oh, shit. Yeah. So I don't know who's bringing that super smooth, beautiful bass, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's a tough tough role to fill. Yeah, that's not many people can sing in that register. Jesus. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, what? So, what are some of your favorite lyrics? Whether it's a song, or just like a line in a song. All right. So this one gave me trouble. <laughs> um. Even this morning, I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna sing?" So at first, I was gonna go with. Uh, oh, I should have told you this earlier. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. So I was gonna go with uh, the Hot ninety seven freestyle from Black Thought. Yeah. Um. Just incredible. Ten, 10 fucking minutes. I don't... That thing is like a work of art. <laughs> I don't know how it, that it, is real. I don't like, know how, if he fucking definitely freestyled that or wrote it, but just the sheer execution. Yeah. Um, That shit was insane. I remember when it first came out, I, that shit blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I saw it, just by the end of it, just my jaw was on the... Just sitting there, just like, oh my God, what did yeah. I just witness? Oh, we'll just uh, it, there's yeah, pre Kardashian Kanye fucking killed me that line. Oh, um, <laughs> but so, then I started. Yeah, there's so many. I good started lines thinking about like different rappers, and then I thought maybe I'll pivot to like Doom because Doom has a huge place in my heart, and like yeah. some of the bars that he has are just so fucking funny. Um, uh, just like on beef rap and. You know, the Mad Villain, I think Mad Villain is a perfect record. The mm-hmm. Mad Villainy record is fucking perfect. 100%. <laughs> but then there's, like, new guys like Earl and, you know, Billy Woods. And oh, yeah. I don't know. So I I was in a huge conundrum. Uh, <laughs> so I, I ended up with uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar's uh, For Free. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's Dick in Free. That's a good one, too. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> K dot is, you know, he is. He's the one. Yeah. Um, I think of my generation, you know, like I think we're the same age, which is kind of fucked up. But Wow. How uh, yeah. I don't know how old you are. I know I know I'm older than you, but I think it's Yeah. Um Yeah. I when I see like people when I yeah, it's like dudes like him, or I mean there's tons of people where I'm like, God, you're like lot young not a lot younger than me but and you've yeah. reached this level that i could never even dream of reaching in my entire life it's like of yeah sort of artistry and yeah yeah, yeah. he's one of them. and the fucked up thing is i think he's getting better i know you know a lot, a lot of these people are getting better like that the the new one that he put out what two years ago one year ago yeah therapy one was incredible you that, know that's one of those like he's definitely one of those people where he puts out a record and it it blows your mind and you can't, and it's one of those, you know, kind of what we were talking about. You, you know, 
Curtis Mayfield, at least not in your first record. And, and like with him, you think like, oh my God, how, this is it. How are you ever going to top this? Like, or yeah. how many, And then somehow yeah. he does. And then <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, for all of them, I think yeah. Good Kid, or, you know, even going back to Section 80, I think the Section 80 saw uh, High Power is my favorite song maybe by him. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was like one of the first things. But like Good Kid, Mad City, I think is my, has a, you know, a space in my heart. Yeah. And that might be my favorite album list is. But like he definitely, you know, Butterfly came out. That kind of was huge, you know. Right. Like he definitely went this whole new direction and still rep the West Coast, which I love. <laughs> then, you know, he he's evolving. And I think the cool thing about his works, too, is, you know, you listen to it, you know, blows your mind. Awesome. Right. But then, like, his fucking lyrics, like, you know, you go back into it, like, a year later, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even this. Yeah. And not to say that not all rappers do this. There are definitely sure. a ton, you know. But I don't know. The way he does it is, like, kind of special, I think. Yeah, no, I think so. I think it's, yeah, and and like yeah, to the effect to what you were saying, it's he he never just it's like he does he'll do something so well, and then he yeah. will be like, okay, now I'm gonna do something else. Like, yeah, and that I have so much respect for that. I mean, and, you know, you do however you want to do it. Like, I mean, I love Phil Phil Niblock, and he's done the same thing for sixty years. Like, but he does it better yeah. than, you know, anybody. And so it's like, oh, yeah. there's multiple ways to do it. But I think, yeah, with Kendrick, it's, man, I don't know. So, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, God, that Black Thought freestyle too, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that show was, that show was fucked up. That yeah. It was fucked up. Um, really good. I feel like Black Thought is kind of underrated as like, I feel like he gets a lot of, notoriety for the root stuff mm-hmm. you know for being in the roots but like feel like as a standalone mc i mean or maybe he is i don't know i feel like he deserves more praise you know i think so i can see that too um but then at the same time i'm all like i don't know what the fuck's going on in the world so maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's yeah. super well respected and i'm just yeah. an idiot yeah. um yeah sometimes i, I feel like you know some some field recordings of like fucking birds chirping is like fucking incredible. So, you know, right. Yeah. Know. What the hell do I know? Yeah, uh, what, the, <laughs> what the fuck do I know? None of us know anything. And that's what well, we're, who cares we're, what we think. We're, yeah. You know, we're just, we're just trying to make it through. Um, yes. <laughs> what's a cover song that's better than the original. All right. This, 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 uh, this might, I might get some pushback from this, but, uh, the cover of Under Pressure by the Blood Brothers. <laughs> I'd forgot all Whoa. about this. That fucking... Yo, yeah. This is how you... Co- but this is exactly how you should cover a, like a massive song that everybody knows. Like, yeah. This is how you do it. Because you just like tear it apart and just shred it. And... um, yeah, but I think you know I think it's also kind of funny because I do think they kind of capture the spirit of the like original song because it's like they totally do <laughs> and make it their own. Like yeah. it sounds like a fucking Blood Brothers song. It does. You know, it sonically is everything that they do. Ah, uh, it's it's a fucking bop. It's a fucking bop. It is. No, I I yeah I I think I even remember when I first heard it. It took me even knowing what it was. It took me a minute to realize. No, it really is a cover of this song because yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. It's really, 
You might get yeah, some pushback. I, I also love that band in high school. Blood Brothers? Yeah. I never, yeah, I never had it. They're, they're like one of those bands that was always kind of just on the radar. And whenever I would hear them, I was like, yeah, this is cool. But I don't know their catalog at all. Yeah. But I do Burn remember this. Is pretty fucking. Man, I need to, I need more time in the day to. That's the thing. I do these things and I. Yeah, like, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to listen to this. Well, you don't have fucking time because you got yeah, <laughs> 16 yeah, deadlines piling up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what is the sexiest song? And I'm pretty uh, sure. With, uh, yes. I'm pretty you sure. Know, yeah. I'm pretty sure your pick is. So I did it. We did an episode of this for the Patreon where Nina Dante interviewed me and I answered all of these. I'm pretty yeah. sure we have the same pick. Hell yeah. You have good taste. <laughs> Untitled by D'Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that era of D'Angelo, Voodoo D'Angelo, yo. It's I, I would probably quit music too. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny, the fucking crazy, then he, what, however many years, and he comes back out of nowhere in December yeah. and draw, and, and it's fucking incredible too. Yeah. But yeah, Voodoo is perfect album. Like, totally. start to finish. And totally. this song, I... It was funny when I, I sent my picks to Nina. I didn't I sent I didn't send the like actual music video of this because yeah, yeah. just I didn't want to I didn't want to it's like I don't want to sway you because it's like you want you know and I know that oh yeah no make sure you pick the 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 video version for my list okay yeah <laughs> but even like just oh my god like that oh the groove and the and his falsetto oh my god Whew. I think that time. For like maybe Neil Soul, but like the Soulquarian like unit mm-hmm. during that time, I think is like I don't know, it's up there. It's like pretty unparalleled. You know, everyone was doing their thing, like yeah. the fucking lineup is insane. <laughs> you know, like fucking Mama's Gun came out, things well the thing uh the roots album things get. Um yeah. Um it's on the tip of my tongue, but yeah. <laughs> things, the Things album, fucking like Water for Chocolate. God, just just uh, fucking Most Def and Talib was on there. Dilla, I don't know, man. That that's that's uh. There was something going on. Yeah. In that those couple years there, where uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, man, I love this like. Every time I listen to this, it's like, oh, I guess. Fall down, down. fall down. There you go. That's it. I, I figured. I thought you'd get it. I wanted. <laughs> to, I don't know. Thanks. Um. No. Oh God, this song. Whew. Yeah. <sighs> I need a minute. Okay. Thinking about D'Angelo. I think the good thing is too, like within like ten seconds. Oh. Like just that fucking guitar riff. Yeah. You already know. Pants are coming off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What. A lot of babies been conceived to this song uh, yeah. through the years. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we're coming down the home stretch here. Got the two big ones left. Yeah. What's the song that means the most to you? All right. So I chose uh, "Crossfire" by Nightpalm. Um, the vocalist and songwriter in uh, "Hides Coyote." Um. Insane musician. Um. But this song is me and my wife's song. Oh, wow. 
Hell yeah. You no. Know, uh, our first dance was a song, and we would send it to each other um, occasionally. Um, oh, man, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's a fucking fire song. And then it, like, yeah, the second half is, yeah. So this is really this is another one that I'd never heard. I'd never yeah. heard. And, like, stop me in my tracks. I just, yeah. I, I put it on, was kind of doing something, and I was just like, oh, wait a minute. Um, this is, yeah, and God, when she, like, her voice. Whew, when she, when yeah, she, really. When she gets down in, like, that lower register, especially, I'm just, oh, oh. Yeah, so like vocally is all over the place, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, just really that song, and then it goes into "I Am So Into You" at the end. Ooh, I know <laughs> that nostalgia. Damn. Yeah, no, this is that's awesome. That's a I, great. That's a great song. That that's a, like a great song for that to be your song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Come to the end here, Patrick Sharishi. What is your favorite song? All right, so my favorite song, this also gave me a lot of anxiety. As you know, there are many good songs, and I didn't know what to do. Um, so I chose uh, Earthlings by Antiloper. Yeah. Um, just to say, you know, rest in peace, Gary Branch. Um, fucking Jason Nazary is, you know, one of the best drummers, I feel like, in the scene right now and should not have to fucking work ever again for what he's done for the drums and 100%. um i thought that antelope album was quite special mm-hmm. you know um and i think that this was the first song well no never mind because jamie was kind of singing like in the flyer die stuff already but yeah, yeah. the earthing song kind of a bop you know like a first like in my remembrance like you know with like a fully like first chorus first mm-hmm. chorus vibe you know, and yeah, um, it's so yeah, it's it's been like tough, but cathartic and wonderful. Like listening to Jamie the last year, like her, like yeah. Um, but this, I feel like that, yeah, this song, that album, that album is so good. But this song, it's just, it seems to really distill so much of her essence, like into totally. a song, and totally. it's what made her so fucking special yeah um yeah i yeah i and 100 percent agree on jason my god like every anytime i see a record that it's like so and so with jason nazary oh okay yeah. well this is gonna be awesome i don't yeah, it's gonna rule yeah but antelope was especially just <sighs> yeah well it's, yeah i mean you know <laughs> i i forget i just went to like a a funeral for like a close college friend you know mm-hmm. and yeah you know i they say it in fucking songs all the time but like time is not promised or you know whatever it is mm-hmm. i don't know i i forget about that a lot of the times you yeah. know like just kind of like all right i'm gonna do my shit i'm gonna write music today maybe i'll just like watch this fucking binges show or whatever right. the fuck which is totally fine and i think we do need that as well but you know you Something you could, something could fall from the sky and like yeah. crush us in our like whatever the fuck we're driving and then fucking something happens. Um, yeah, there's there's a Joanna Newsom song that is one of my favorite songs and part of it is she talks about how like part of the message in it is 
<clears throat> you you think you have all this time to tell the people that you love that you love them, but then you don't. Yeah. And you you keep saying like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow, and then something happens, and it's yeah, yeah. So side side tangent. Do we think Joanna's coming back with new music? I yes. I don't know anything full like I don't know. <laughs> But she played. She played earlier this year and played all new shit. There, oh fuck! Yeah. I didn't know it was all new shit. I think, or maybe not all new shit, but there was a lot of new shit, and it was. I think it was. It was on YouTube for a while. I don't know if it's still there, but uh, and, we're ready. And it was all fucking. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna wait for the studio versions. Yeah, I, I'm. Oh god, I'm. That's my hope for 2024. It's the new Joanna Newsom. Yeah. Like Joanna Newsom is going to save us all. But there we go. <laughs> No pressure. I think that's also someone who's kind of had this was like a way back tangent, but like 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 Kendrick kind of like re yeah creating themselves musically like every album, just like from the milk to yes, totally different to fucking have one on me, which is totally fucking sonically. Yeah, there it takes. God, just I don't know. It takes so much courage to do that. I think to like especially yeah. when you have success at doing this one thing and then just be like yeah 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 okay never mind like yeah um yeah so it's also cool i, I mean you know i feel like that shit does take time because like you know yeah. i would want many more records by both of them right but yeah to reinvent yourself that <laughs> yeah that, that, that's not something that happens in a year no you know? yeah so so there we go uh, that could be that should be my final question what are you most looking forward to what song Whatever's the first song on the new Joanna. It's hopefully going to come out next yeah, year. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Fuck the song. I want the whole album. Oh my God. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah. If that promo shows up in my inbox anytime in the net, anytime I'm just going to yeah, send that, send that, send that shit over your boy. <laughs> if anybody from drag city is listening, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't share. Yeah. I don't even but, know your name. Yeah. Who I, are I, you? How I, did we get here? What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> well, Patrick, this has been a fucking blast. Um, awesome. Thanks. Any, what? Okay. So you got your new record coming out called um, I Was Too Young to Hear Silence on American Dreams. That's uh, what? November something? 10th. November 10th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're about to head back out on tour with the Armed? Again? Yeah, and we're doing West Coast, East Coast, Midwest, short stints, um, October, November, December. Um uh, doing a couple of shows with Wild Up towards the end of the year. Um and yeah, just plugging along, you know. Well, I will put links to all that stuff in the show notes. Everybody needs to go check out the new record. Just go see the armed if they're in your city. And man, and doing stuff with Wild Up God, like I said, hardest work man in show business. <laughs> <laughs> so now go spend the rest of your day binge watching so I'm scared. <laughs> oh, there we go. exactly yeah 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 oh, for sure alright Patrick thanks a ton man alright thank you so much once again a thousand thanks to Patrick for taking the time for doing this um, he was about to head out on the road again with the armed shortly a few days I think after we recorded this so I you know kind of got in on his his little bit of downtime but it was fun it was awesome uh, i was too young to hear silence is on american dreams link is in the show notes i really recommend checking it out and 
you know, and if you're not familiar with Patrick's stuff, you can't go wrong with any of it. This is a great place to start, but um, his his last couple of solo records have just been great. And go on his Bandcamp page, poke around. You'll find you'll find something that that really really gets you. Um, all right, you can of course find Foxy Digitalis at foxydigitalis.zone. You can find me all over social media. Just look for Foxy Digitalis. I'll be there. You can also support the site, support this show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Foxy Digitalis. With these shows, you get an extra bit with each each episode. It's kind of the, it's the juicy part, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's just a little bit more, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff on the Patreon. So, you know, for as little as five bucks a month, it really helps keep things going. And everybody who's on there, I appreciate y'all so much. Look for the link also that has a link to a playlist of Patrick's picks. There are so many good songs in there. And if, if you, like me, weren't familiar with some of it, you're going to want to spend some time with that playlist because you're probably going to find some tunes that are, and some projects that uh, you're going to want to know more about. So otherwise, I'm going to stop talking. I hope everybody's good. And until next time, keep on listening to whatever the hell you want.